Okay, so I feel like this movie perfectly represents the K-pop industry. We can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Supposed to. Okay, we're just gonna jump on K-pop. Just do you, listen you to. You should it. explain your position to start with. Woo! All right. Mm-hmm. You know, this is probably a bad idea. I can already imagine all the K-pop fans like turn me a new one. Yeah. So well, that's not a good idea. Hey, <laughs> their industry has a problem, man. It. Let's not say it has a problem because we can already imagine everyone getting mad, but it kind of does have a problem. Well, okay. <laughs> so I'm going to go off on a tangent now. I saw this YouTube video about two years ago at this point where he's talking about the problems of K-pop. Okay. Wait, and I remember this video. You said it to I, like I've, I've sent you this video. We're talking about the same thing. Yeah. And uh, basically to summarize it is uh, he talks about how there's like this whole conflict with the Korean War and so forth. And when it finally came to an end there wasn't so much of a culture in South Korea. There was like a cultural void that needed to be filled, right? Right. And it got swapped in with sort of like an ultra-American capitalist setup. My headphones just died. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever. Yeah, um, I just use like... Anyways, um, the point is, it uh, it's made the case that things got very... Uh, hyper commodified and k-pop is a perfect encapsulation of that right right yeah so the point is it's so overcrowded because everybody who works on it wants to get their little piece in it and then it breaks down of course sort of the exploitation that's involved in the exploitation and the over manufacturing of k-pop and then it goes uh, deeper and deeper into that rabbit hole of sort of all the dark sides of the industry right and the contracts that children are forced into and the hours they have to put in Uh anyways so uh we started that rather darkly um (laughs) kind of like this movie turns at the halfway point very very darkly (laughs) hey man life is dark life is dark yeah do you listen to (laughs) k-pop uh no but like a lot of people have been telling me you should start listening to k-pop um i should give it a listen i don't know but let's see i'd rather stick to what i listen to usually yeah what what you do yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness yeah that's the thing um I know I do like know a couple people who are like really into it, um, and then I think th- it got to a point too where there was like a big thing between like the Beyonce Hive and like the BTS. Yeah, Wait, right. why are we? Uh, yeah. uh, let's not bring Beyonce Hive into this as well. We're gonna be attacked by two different fan bases, <laughs> <laughs> and they're two huge fan bases. Two yeah, very huge <laughs> fan bases. You know, and rabbit, yeah. Yeah. rabbit dude. Right. Like, okay, I, a lot of my favorite things I like to do. Spoiler, just for everyone, you know, don't attack me. I really enjoy Beyonce's music. I think she's great. She's amazing, <laughs> all that stuff. Don't we all? Yes. Yeah. That's just a little disclaimer there. But two of my friends are huge Beyonce fans, right? Okay. Sometimes I just like to fuck with them by saying Beyonce and all that. Mm-hmm. Just to see their reaction. Just <laughs> how, how do they react? Oh, they get angry, of course. Poorly. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the wow. best part is they know I'm just being a, a troll. Right. And they still fall for it every single time. Every time they, ha- they have the need to fly back, right, for some reason. For some reason. <laughs> yeah, let me even give them a shout out. What if. What hey, if Mindy. Oh my God. Hey, Tracy Malawi. You're just, you're just gonna. <laughs> Beyonce <laughs> is. She's good. Oh my goodness. Y'all thought I was gonna say something bad. What, so she's what derivative. If, what if they start shit talking, you know, Kendrick or like. Oh, you know, no, no, or no, like no. J. Cole. That's a red line right now for that's me. That's a red yeah, line. That's, that's <laughs> crossed the line. At least for me, no. <laughs> We're going to have to fight. Oh, my goodness. Because, you know, some of them really just, like, listen into, like, you know, you know, Kendrick, J. Cole, whatever. And then they listen only to pick apart their music, right? Yeah. Dude, I know someone who said, like, they liked J. Cole more than Kendrick because they didn't like the way Kendrick sounded. Right. 
and I never really thought about it, like, do well, certain rappers just not have a good sounding voice? Certain singers just don't have a good sounding voice. Yeah, this yeah. is normal. <laughs> <laughs> some people can be great and they're just their just sound wouldn't be pleasing to your ear for yeah. some reason. So yeah, that's perfectly understandable. Yeah. Yeah. There's a I can't remember the guy's name at this point, but this one guy that my dad listens to and he sounds like he's been smoking cigarettes since he was born and he's 300 years old <laughs> like his voice is so scratchy i can't even do it right um but it's mm. painful to listen to it's right. like super raspy right yeah, he's right. so raspy but <laughs> it suits the genre right mm. okay yeah That's so fair. i i think some voices are suited to certain genres and obviously i don't listen to rap right but but I then c- I could see that. Also, you get to a point too where like someone could have a really great voice, but they're made really mainstream and they make like the generic type of music. Yeah, right? they're forced to water down their own music. Yeah, and exactly. Just a, a yeah. bit more mainstream. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then they just become like parasites to the industry. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what? No. Generic music. No. Makes stop. Them <laughs> stop. <laughs> makes them parasites. No, no, it's not a good pun. We got to go on this. All right, let's Reaching. start the show. <laughs> tire me I mean no they really tire me sometimes hey you're gonna have to live with it man you know I will stab your tires you're just <laughs> I will slash, slash your tires. tires come on slash right. right tires no That's stab how we know you're not real yeah. you don't even know what it's called man. <laughs> you're never gonna do <laughs> it this man grew up this man was the parks right here he this was the ri- he is the rich family <laughs> <laughs> that's why he was able to come to Canada <laughs> <laughs> he said he's, he's one of the parks <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh my goodness! Well, you know, Uchi, your life has no problems yeah. whatsoever. Get that free, you know. You're the one giving people free fumigations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my offensivity has been called into question now. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Didn't you talk about having a slurpy burger last week? I mean, that sounds sacrilegious. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> It Come also on. sounds like Winnipeg, unfortunately. Well, I mean, Winnipeg is the capital for Slurpees, right? Which so. makes no sense. <laughs> Mind <laughs> you, like, I went for ice cream in December, so I'm part of the problem. Wait, the right. Slurpees or Slushies? They're the same They're, thing. Yeah, They're the same thing. I, I, yeah. I never noticed the difference. Yeah. 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 It's like, like, yeah. Slurpees and Slushies are just for the poor. Branding. <laughs> I'm Branding joking. is the difference. What? They're like $2 <laughs> at 7-Eleven, man. They are very good. Like, yeah. just so much sugar, though. Yeah, I yeah. feel like I'm just drinking water mixed with... A lot of sugar and yeah. different colors. That's what I'm expecting. That's <laughs> just yeah, literally a slurpee. Sometimes it tastes good though. Like you know, if yeah. you're just after yeah, a long you just day want the sugar. Yeah, you know, and it's cold, so like that's the only reason you like it. It even tastes better when you when you don't have any money too. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it tastes better when you. So I can afford to suffer. <laughs> when you're broke, when you're go broke, to Seven Eleven buy a slurpee. <laughs> this is terrible financial advice oh, to be honest. Yeah, we need to welcome people to the podcast too. That's why hopefully they know who they're talking to. Welcome to the Northern Critic Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sam Shinobi. Uti Simwaka. And Michael Novakchanov. And we have an amazing guest here with us. I'm Ziad. What's up, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so Ziad is our guest on the show today. Um, he recently just released a new album. Yes, sir. Yeah, do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, well, The After Party is, I think, is my best project so far today. 
I try to put in a lot of uh, more of personal my music and a lot more uh, going into production and sound dynamics. Um, right. It's out now on all platforms. You guys should check it out. Four tracks, different mm -hmm. vibes for everyone. You'll find a track for you for sure. So yeah, yeah. check it out. That's interesting. Yeah. You did like low key. Oh, okay, I'm kind of disappointed. It's only four tracks long. Yeah, that's what I was gonna like, say. Because like I put it up on Spotify, I'm like, yo, this first track's bumping, and like, <laughs> yeah, even people were asking me for like for the first track for the intro. They were like, do you have an extended version? I was like, what extended version? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I put into some sort of like trouble now and obligation to do it. Then right. I was like, all right, sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's pretty cool, man. And like, what like I don't know in, in your music making process, like what's your inspiration? What well, usually gets you? My inspiration is basically I, I make music for the streets, so people have to feel it from the streets. When I'm out in the streets, I feel what people's problems are, how people live their lifestyle, my lifestyle, and I sp try to speak to the to the youth as much as possible, right. really, with my music and try mm -hmm. to be as authentic as I can, even with my good experiences and my bad experiences. That's what right. I try to tell the people, like, yo, this I messed yep. up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think your your music would have maybe helped the family in Parasite? Um, it <laughs> would have been one. a really good uh, theme at the background yeah. to see what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> what, what was happening? Like honestly, when I was watching the movie yesterday, right? It's the the amount how the events go by and the transitions were just crazy, just crazy. Yeah, so I, I'm gonna jump in here and say, like, first of all, I'm not sure what genre you actually produce. I haven't heard your music. Oh, I do hip hop. Okay. I do, but like. I don't try to restrain myself to everything. I'd yeah, I experiment yeah. with Afrobeat too. I do R and B. Yeah, yeah. I I love the Bandit one you did with uh, the, um, oh, what's his name? Bolu. Bolu. Bolu yeah, yeah, there we yeah. go. Yeah, that was that was a pretty dope one. Yeah, Loki. This is one of my favorite tracks too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, that's great. Uh, so today we are reviewing Parasite, um, the movie mm -hmm. that won four Oscar awards uh, in the previous, that's the 73rd Oscar award mm -hmm. ceremony. And Best Picture. Yeah, it won Best Picture, it won Best um, Foreign Film, won Best Screenplay, and also uh, Was it Best Director? Best, best Director, yeah, well, Bond, yeah. you know. Yeah. Loki, I know I say the Oscars don't mean shit, but yo. They really nailed it with this one. Yeah. 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 This was really good. Really good movie, I have to say. And I think it was better than most of the other movies that were nominated. Because I think the others, we had Marriage Story, we had 1917. Joker. We had Joker, Joker yeah. um, Ford vs. Ferrari, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think that's everything, right? I think out of that list, the only one I haven't watched is... Oh, and The Irishman, right. Yeah, so that list, the only one I haven't watched is Ford vs. Ferrari. Yeah. And yeah. I easily say Parasite is better than the rest. Yeah, I've yeah. watched Ford vs. Ferrari. It's It's... I like the I like Christian Bale's acting, but uh, and I like Matt Damon's acting too. But it's it's like is it gonna be remembered for ten years coming on? I don't think so. Honestly, yeah. Parasite has that element that this is something that can speak to you for years and years. It's a timeless right? element, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. It's just a really great yeah. movie, and it seems like something that will become a classic too, because it has all the elements of something that you would you know you would watch like twenty years from now and true. still be like that's good. Yeah, you know? true. Like. For me, like, one of the things, like, whenever someone asks me, like, oh, what Korean movie I, should I watch, right? I yeah. used to always recommend, like, Train to Busan. Train to Busan, like, that's one of the best Korean movies I've ever watched, right? Right. Parasite just blew down away. <laughs> like, if someone asked me, like, oh, what Korean movie should I watch? I'd be like, Parasite. Right. Like, just right off the bat. Mm -hmm. And let's keep in mind, this, this like, kind of accolade for Bong Joon-ho has been, like, coming for a long time. Because he did Snowpiercer. Which was really, really good. Snowpiercer was surprisingly good. It was like so I good. didn't expect yeah. it to to enjoy it as much as I did when I watched it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It kind of looked like a grade B sci-fi, but 
which is way better when good, I watched yeah. it. And he also did um, Okja. I don't know who's seen that one too. That's on Netflix as well. I have to I see that one, but I'm yeah. ready for, to watch that now. That's one yeah. about like uh, like super pigs. Uh, so basically, a world. Well, it's technically happening now, where basically animals are like injected with hormones or whatever, made mm-hmm. to like look a lot. Let like more abnormal than they usually. We look. want more meat on their bones. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Meat. we want um, to keep them in terrible condi- uh, con- conditions. Yeah, therefore we have to give them antibiotics exactly. so they don't get sick. All and that then stuff. the movie kind of dissects that because you have like a whole dynamic with this, uh, with this other like child who's trying to protect this super pig that. Um, well, it's hers. Yeah, she found, um, and then you know, then you have like something happening with like the animal rights movements, and then right. you have like some like underground like secret people who are like s- like stealing super pigs in the background and it's, so it's great my man loves the underground yeah he loves the underground <laughs> <laughs> so that was a pretty good one too um but yeah but parasite definitely um definitely killed all of that yeah, like parasite. this is his yeah um it's 99 percent on rotten tomatoes mm-hmm. right now almost 100 even um yeah it premiered on the 21st of may 2019 at the Cannes. Film Festival, and guess what? We yeah, reviewed, look at that. You reviewed, learned how to say the name. Yeah, we reviewed a movie that also premiered at the Cannes Festival last episode, mm-hmm. which is I Lost My Body. Mm-hmm. And here's the twist. Parasite technically lost to I Lost My Body, but Parasite was awarded the Palme d'Or, which is the highest possible achievement yeah. you can get in the Cannes Film Festival. So yeah. how does that work then? How did it's it like, not win? It's like Snobby they, people. Well, I think because wait, it's rich people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a judgment panel, but actually, surprisingly, with Parasite, how they got that award, it was the first time in Cannes that um, the whole judgment panel they just voted for Parasite. They just yeah, exactly. There was no difference. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's kind of like a you know, it's kind of like when something's so good, you just like the Palme d'Or award is relatively new. Like it was only it only started being a thing in like nineteen seventy something or sixty something. Relatively yeah. new. Relatively, relatively. To, compared to other awards, right? Yeah. So like. It's relatively new. Fair, fair. <laughs> um, but, yeah. But anyways, like, it, it it was interesting. I think why they picked I Lost My Body is just because it's a French, like, movie. Oh, okay. And it's yeah, the Cannes Film Festival. So, so they're like obviously home. trying to, yeah, award something that's closer mm-hmm. to home. But then they still gave the, you know, the highest accolade, whatever, to Parasite. So hmm. they kind of appeased both sides. Yeah, there, they, they, yeah I feel like they did something diplomatic. Yeah. Although I would have given everything to Parasite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, the critic consensus for Rotten Tomatoes called it an urgent, brilliantly... Um, Jesus. An you urgent... Can't read. <laughs> I can't read. An urgent, brilliantly layered look at timely social themes. So, it essentially, um, I guess... Uchi, you can explain it to our viewer or audience. Okay. What's Parasite about? Time to listen to Uchi, oh the communist. God. Okay, I'm not a communist. The but yeah, so Parasite <laughs> is essentially a look at the what late, the end stage of late capitalism and tackles the idea of wealth inequality and the growing gap between the rich and the poor. So we have the Park family. And was it the Kim family? The Kim family. Yes. Yes. So the Kim family are the rich family, and the Park family are poor family. Correct. Yes. Parks okay. are the rich. Kims are the poor people. Mm-hmm. Okay. So pretty much what has happened in this movie is, at this point, the wealth equality has grown so much that literally they are divided into two layers. You got the upstairs and the downstairs. Yeah. And this is shown in the house where the rich family lives. As they're coming into the house, you literally go upstairs to reach the house. 
right. what if poor family lives in a basement, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the symbolism, symbolism that they're using. Yeah, right. symbol- this movie is actually chocked for a lot of symbolism, a lot yeah. of symbolism and a lot of great ideas. And like, I feel kind of bad the fact that none of us speak Korean because apparently the language used in the movie as well also right. adds to this divide between the rich and the poor. And the poor yeah. yeah. And to those people who've seen, you know, something like Avatar The Last Airbender, for instance, you see it in Ba Sing Se too, when you have like the rich people living yeah, in Ba Sing the Se, upper ring. You go like the yes. upper ring, and then middle you ring, the, the poor, poor people ring. living in the lower ring, you know? And yeah. then like the lower ring just looks like struggle compared to... Yeah, it's a pretty well-explored it makes, trope. It makes everyone, uh, easier for everyone to understand it. That's yeah. what yeah. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. so exactly. Largely because it's reflected in reality. It's reflected right? in reality. Yeah. Yeah. Like poor people go down, rich people go the up. The penthouse. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> for Do me, I need to say anything more? <laughs> don't need to say more. I think for me, the my favorite thing about this movie though is the rich family is not evil rich right yeah they're kind of just like it's just a family going about their day-to-day life they're just living life to mm-hmm. their ability yeah. and they're kind of like ignorant yeah. to the struggles of the poor and you know what i'm going to cut in here and just say that that rainstorm was the perfect example that's of the this, perfect right? example because of like there's a point in the story where um they basically have to sleep in the gym in a gymnasium because their house gets flooded out and it's just a disaster and we'll cover that for in detail further right. um but then there's a scene where he the rich uh the poor father is driving for the rich wife and she's talking on the phone with her friends saying how oh the rain was it was great now we have no pollution in yeah, the sky exactly. right yeah. now yeah, 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 like, yeah. it count, didn't count even your blessings it didn't even whatever. occur to her that this might have impacted somebody else in a different like way, right? Like someone's day's been mm-hmm. ruined, it's someone's just, life's been oh, ruined. we have a clear sky. How yeah. beautiful. They're yeah. just oblivious to, yeah. to the struggles happening. of the yeah, poor. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's kind of weird too, right? Because you talk about that. I think he, um, Bong Joon-ho, eventually, like he initially titled the movie um, The the Kalkomani, the Kalkomani, I don't know how to pronounce that, yeah. um, which in Korean means like something mirrored, like to be a mirror image of something, yeah. right? Yeah. And he did that based off of like, you know, the two families being mirror images of each other, just like on opposite. Like, End of the so, social yeah, spectrum. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's very deliberate, obviously, right? Yeah, so exactly. They're, they're literally four people in the mm-hmm. family and And I know the actor who plays um, the, the, Kim, the father of the Kim family, um, he was like core to the production of Parasite um, and Bong Joon also said that like during the negotiation stage if that actor if he actually backed out they mm. would have just cancelled it because oh. they wanted him specifically to act like to be the dad the Kim the it shows how they're casting honestly the work that they've done like the, the the character of Kim by itself you could see how he's always had that responsibility we'll, like, we'll cover that further I'm sure yeah. but there's always something deeper to the characters. That's what I liked, really. There's always something deeper to the characters. Yeah, exactly. It's just such a great movie. Like, in my opinion, it kind of is a near-perfect movie. Yeah, 9 yeah. out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wouldn't go that far. Uh, <laughs> but it's pretty good. It's very good. Yeah. Right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I guess, like, from initial thoughts from everyone, we all love this movie. Oh, my God. Can we honestly judge, though, by now? I think we'll have to judge by, like, like five years from now, ten years from now. That's and when we'll see judge. how it yeah, does. How yeah. it, like, how it stands on. up. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I think what helps with this movie is the fact that it's also still entertaining to watch while having a powerful message. Right. Exactly. For sure. Also, yeah. to our audience listening, I did start a thing in the first, what, like, three episodes where I related everything to the greater 1917 universe. <laughs> um <laughs> okay, how are you going to make this work? It would be a great shame if I added Parasite to the 1917 universe. Instead, 
what we're going to do now is we're officially changing it. So all of those movies are part of the Parasite universe. (laughs) (laughs) So so that way you kind of know. I Lost My Body is also part of the Parasite universe. You know, Mm -hmm. his past was a parasite to the main character. So Uh, um, you get... (laughs) You got to work on that, man. Sorry, bro. I just can't see it. You get that as well. Um, you know, anyways, I'm just kidding. Let's jump into initial thoughts. So basically, initial thoughts. Everyone loves this movie. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly, when I when I was here to critique the movie, and when I knew I was gonna come to critique a movie, I was trying to be like all bougie and talk about it and try to hate, yeah. <laughs> hate on it. But anyway, I'd be like, yeah, this this is where they messed up. But like honestly, I was enjoying the movie like throughout. I, yeah. I enjoyed it throughout. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. It's entertaining. The script is well written. Mm-hmm. The yeah. foreshadowing is fucking great. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. so many fucking throwaway lines that you think mean nothing. And then mean eventually something. mean something. And you're yeah. like, holy shit, I didn't think about it like that, right? Yeah. Can like, we talk about how good the song's paintings were? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> the song's painting. Dude, I was like, I just want to go uh. back to the throwaway lines for a quick second. Like... One of the following lines is like when like oh the maid eats for two right right seems it like ma- a random foil right yeah. like, oh she's fat I and then, missed that yeah, yeah. and then another scene when they're in the fucking bus buffet place right right yeah and then the dad is like the, one of the kids asks the dad like oh didn't you work at a Taiwan cheap uh, cake shop yeah. yeah yeah comes back yet again at the end of the movie oh right oh. right yeah, so many does. lines that's true that, like, seem flow away and then just come back I'm like wow then, yeah, yeah it's one of those movies like when you go back and watch it again you're gonna find some hidden gems right. one more time another time so yeah so you do yeah, that too. That's, that script was it was fucking tight yeah like, there, there was no wasted dialogue whatsoever that w- right that was just what I was about to say but you guys agree with me that the dialogue too like it's a shame that it's translated or subtitled yeah. the w- their tones and the original tones of how they do it in, in Korean of course if we understood it it, it would have affected yes. yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Um, if we're talking about like tones and other stuff I guess I can talk about that right now before we get too lost into it so now if I speak Korean shamelessly I have the power of the internet to help me Mm. Right, so a Reddit post I read by Tweaker Twenty, <laughs> right? Who's actually Korean, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. talks about the idea of the separation of informal language and formal language in Korean. Okay, and it's kind of like Japanese, where there is like a grammatical difference. Right, and then that grammatical difference between formal and informal is built into the social and the hierarchy of the system. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, like, when you're talking with your boss. You your boss or you speak to your boss always in formal language, right? While your boss can talk to you in either formal or informal, okay? And like you maintain that thing, right? So it's the mm-hmm. same like when you're speaking with an elder, or like that's like the same with Japanese too, right? Yeah, it's the same yeah. with Japanese as well, right? Yeah. Like this mm-hmm. divide, right? Yeah. So like the point the person pointing out like throughout the movie, like certain people like of the poor family cross into the rich family, right? By using informal language, breaking that barrier. Mm-hmm. Like an example of this is with uh, King Jong, so that's the poor daughter, right? Talking with the rich mom, Young Koyo. Right. I'm really trying to lose this pronunciation, guys. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So, like, they're discussing hiring a new driver, like the poor dad, right? Right. So, the first person to break the formal language was the rich mom, right? So oh, like, right, when she starts adding a little bit of English into it, too. No, yeah. not English. No. Still in Korean. I mean... No, 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 in Korean, the language itself. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. How the tone yeah I can talk about the yeah. English oh, thing you, as well. Oh, you mean the tone? Just okay, the tone okay. and I the you meant when yeah. she would like say occasionally say like English words. No, that's a different thing as well. This yeah. movie did. And they renamed him Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> so like the <laughs> grammatical thing is right. Yeah. When the rich mom would say something, would switch to like informal language with the poor daughter. Right. 
uh, dictation says that the poor dealer should maintain formal languages, mm-hmm. but instead the poor dealer would go to informal as well, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And that's like a big no-no. But the fact that the rich mom didn't care shows that the poor dealer had successfully crossed the line yeah. and joined Between into this rich hierarchy. Gained her trust, okay. yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, that It'd makes be kind sense. of you just walking up to your boss and like casually like, What's throwing up, in swear words or whatever. What right. Doing, exactly. Like that kind of stuff. Like there's a big no-no. Unless and you're, you're super good friends and lasted forever. Yeah. yeah. And I also, I also think like at the basic structure of it too, right? In different languages or whatever, you have different like, like what if I say something in English, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something similar. I like. I don't know something that we would say. I don't know, like it's going down or whatever, right? Okay, I can give to an like example since I work public in customer care, right? If I'm asking you to, if you go on my, if I'm asking you for help, right? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Yo, fam, help me," right? Because <laughs> yeah. right. like, we're homies, right? But if I'm asking a customer, I'd be like, "Oh, how may I assist you?" Yes, right. So right. It's something like that. Yeah exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh no, I was, I was even speaking more in terms of like how you might say something. But like because it like in a community might mean a different thing because I noticed that too when um, the sister comes in to be a tutor and they play that whole game where she like starts reciting like what her role is right yeah. and they do it in like a kind of singing cat that that kind of reminded me of like grow, you know growing up with your sister or yeah. like your brother that it was part of that guys, montage right yeah they exactly cut between reciting and actually performing yeah the, exactly yeah. Yeah. but then the manner in which they did it where like it became a song almost where she's like I'm this 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 and then you know like she's moving her fingers up and down and like yeah. it becomes a song when they were ringing the doorbell right yeah exactly yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, how yeah. she kind of remembers her line so yeah. I thought that was pretty cool there, was, well. cool. there is a great video on YouTube by the uh, channel just right. I love that channel. Um, Where he's breaking down, um, I think the video is titled like Parasite's Perfect Montage or something. And I would highly recommend that people check that video out because it breaks down that whole sequence where they're first infiltrating the rich family and sort of the... uh, masterful filmmaking that they use that right? used to yeah. get into it, sort yeah. of the cadence and the timing and just everything that scene is really well done and because I'd actually watched this video like months ago before I actually saw this movie right. it kind of piqued my interest about the movie and watching it in the movie it it actually does sort of grip you in a way that most sequences don't they don't this right. movie is yes, like exactly. really clever I can talk about the English thing because like uh, they were hiring an English tutor for the daughter, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And like one of the things that's in Korean as well, shame to see, thanks to the power of the internet research, mm-hmm. they were like, oh, rich families want their kids to speak English. It's a, it's a status symbol, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you notice in this movie, there's only one person who ever truly uses English randomly. That's the rich mom. That's the yes, mom, yeah. That's the mom. Mm-hmm. Even the tutor named Kevin for some fucking reason. That annoyed <laughs> she, well, me so much. She named him Kevin. That so. annoyed me so much. Like, yeah. why is she renaming this man? Well, that's also indicative of, like, even growing up in, like, Canada. You know, if you come in, or even, any like, anywhere that's Western in general, it's like a, that's like a Western theme where, like, you yeah. come in. And you have to change your you name say, to a Western name. You know, you say your actual cultural name or whatever, or your, like, you know, traditional name, and then. It's hard for people them. Are like, yeah, people are like, you know what? I'm just going to like, then they, they just like give you like a nickname based off of that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wait, uh, Sam, honestly, you I you think met? that's kind of insulting. It is so insulting. Right. <laughs> it's not, you appreciate the effort when someone actually wants to pronounce your exactly, real name. Exactly, when they try to. But okay, I don't feel like uh, you should butcher it up because I have a friend, a Nigerian friend. His name is Dami Lolo. Yeah. Yeah. People just call him James. I don't, I don't, <laughs> why? I don't know why. <laughs> James? <laughs> yeah. Like if you were to shorten it or anglicize it, I could see that. I'm going to be like Dami, but James? Yeah, I don't know why. 
guy, and, and he's just okay with it. And he apparently goes to work every day, and he's fine. But yeah, because at some point people just adjust to it, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's normal. a defeat more than adjust. You just get defeated. You're fine. But I'm honestly, glad my name my name is four letters. I'm I could glad. see yeah. <laughs> sort of the flip side of that, right? Mm. Because whenever uh, for, well, my name is Michael, but it's spelled funny. So yes. when I'm giving it in writing to a random stranger, and it's like unofficial, I'll just write it like M I C H E A E L, and that way people just know that right it's away. Michael but right. if they see like the fucking Russian spelling that I have they're gonna go Mikhail no <laughs> no it's, it's Michael yeah, you so, just save yourself the hassle that's yeah hilarious. so I could see the flip side of it being just avoiding the hassle right, right. right. Well, right. Yeah. okay you know what I get it though I, my favorite one is the time I went to Starbucks mm-hmm. and I was like they're like oh can I get the name for the order right and you know what fuck that bitch I spelled my name out for her U-C-H-I do you know what this bitch put in my coffee cup O-J Oh, <laughs> OJ, like a fucking juice. Wow. Juice. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> OJ. Oh. You just proved to me the biggest conspiracy theory Jeez. I ever had about Starbucks. They do this intentionally, I tell you I right do. now. <laughs> I do this. Starbucks put OJ on your cup. That's hilarious. Wow. It's because you're upper class and they're the underclass and they want to stick it to you. <laughs> oh, but why? God. It's a coffee thing. Dude, look, oh I started going to Starbucks and just giving the name fucking Bob. Right. Until this one white woman called me out. She was like, oh, can I get the name on the cup, right? I was like, oh, just put Bob. Yeah. She's like, nah, fam, I need to know your real name now. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, it's not worth the effort. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's hilarious. Jeez. That oh, is gee. just the worst. Um, yeah, no, that's crazy. I, I do know of a friend who, uh, he's, um, he's from East India, I think. Um, and then his name was, I think it was Jerkanesh, or it was, you know, along. I, I don't, I'm sorry if I'm not pr- pronouncing that right, but along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember when he started working with us, they shortened his name to JK, and like JK was his name. And it was just, it was so wow. weird because you could hear people from down the hall being like, JK, we need you over here. And it's like, it's, it just sounded. Why would you wish wish it upon anyone, honestly? Yeah, yeah, you know, and you just have this dude who's like, you know, just new to defeated, Canada. Just like, fine. And like his name's JK. And like he, his name tag also said JK. Oh. <laughs> so. oh. No, that's the thing that annoys me the most, though. If you give them a Polish name, they're going to learn how to pronounce that bitch. That's true. Yeah, they be like, true. oh, this is a weird name to that's spell, true. like Lewandowski. Yeah, oh my God, that's yeah. exotic. My, name's, like that, my yeah. name's Lewandowski. It's like, that's exotic. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce that. But I yeah. do think, though, it's because we have more like uh, Slavic people in yeah. Canada. Mm-hmm. So we're a bit more acclimatized to that uh, like phonetic but structure. How, right? how hard is yeah. it for Uchi, though? Uchi's not hard. Right? <laughs> like Liddy, this bitch wrote OJ. <laughs> I'm going to fight somebody. Your name's easy, dude. But there are some that really make me scratch my head. (laughs) I guess. Yeah. All right. Before we jump into Parasite, because we we need to get back (laughs) to that. Oh, my God. We're going to take a short uh, minute to just listen to one of Ziad's tracks. Yes, Um, sir. Do you want to tell us what this one is? Yeah, this is the intro to my project. It's called Rockstar. You guys uh, check it out, too. It's on all streaming platforms. You guys will love this one. From the intro straight off, you know that I'm only about real talk. (laughs) Yeah. So let it play. All right. Yeah. Uh, Give it a listen, and we'll be right back after this short break. Say that with the realest up here and no debate. We stay fake. 
Star by yes, Ziad. That's a, that a, that a banger, you know. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey. So, <laughs> so we're back to talking about Parasite. We're diving in a little bit more. Um, the movie starts very like half, um, not half-hearted, but it it starts fairly lightly, like a lot of comedy involved. Yeah. Right. Mm. Um, the entire family is making money by folding pizza boxes and stuff. <laughs> um, and then you have the the friend talking to the Kim's son and about being a tutor. About being a tutor, yeah. and then you know he's like, "Is that your girlfriend?" And <laughs> there's the whole like awkward <laughs> conversation about it being like, "Well, she's pretty, but I don't know." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that 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 was also a little bit of foreshadowing because later on, it's like you know, did you guys ever kiss any of your tutors growing up? Uh, no, my tutor was middle-aged. <laughs> I'm implying I had a tutor. I was too dumb to pick up on things on the first try. <laughs> yes, I was just like Michael. I had a crush on him, but I was just too dumb, so no chances. Yeah, <laughs> no chances. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, Jeez. this man's had to forge documents that he was in university. Yeah, he was going to Oxford, I think, was it? Or something no, was, like that? No, I think it was just like, like this university. He didn't yeah, say Oxford. Was, no, the Oxford major. thing was the daughter when she was the making daughter, the right. art. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. I want to talk about the fact that this man said he failed getting to university four times. Four times, yeah. Four times. Did he Did he say he failed? Yeah, failed four times to get to university. Oh, I thought he... Oh, wow, what, okay. It, I might have read that fail? wrong. Did it ever say that? Mm. Yeah, Probably he said money? that. Yeah, he actually said that when he w- when they were he was sitting with his friend and they were talking about the tutors and he told him no no one can teach English better than you and then yeah you've done the test four times to go to university test, yeah right you've done the test four times but I I thought that kind of meant maybe he like did the test for other people to pass and like go like you know oh when, like, and then like he gets paid yeah because people pay you to like f- like fake oh. fake like the identity so you write the exam for Should them be. and then they pass. maybe that makes more sense yeah, it, I think it, it that's makes what too. he was talking about more I just know that because I know in Shameless uh, the they do that, that yeah. did, did that as well mm-hmm. that makes more sense yeah yeah because um, I was looking like you failed uni four times bro. no I don't think he failed he just yeah, did the exam I, for, like, uh, I interpreted it uh, I can't say that word um, as a financial thing yeah right. where like it's like he took the yeah. test but then couldn't just afford to get into the university to begin with oh that too they kind of left it very open ended yeah um. Yeah, and then you know he starts. He he goes to the the family. You know he. It's kind of like a hike. It's very. It's like a hill. You're going. You, know, you up. have to go up hill. Yeah, up the stairs. And then it's like uh, now it's like you're in the rich part. You know, and like this house was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that was a nice <laughs> little house. Really cool house. And yeah, the house something else. Yeah, <laughs> 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 the open lawn and everything. You could see the like. You could see everything yeah. from the living room. Like it's crazy. You know what this house needed? What? what? Some astroturf. It did have... Oh, no. Well, it had real grass, I would assume. 
Okay, so for people who don't know, my man Sam, what does your house in Nigeria have? Oh my goodness. Do we really have to tell people this? Yes. (laughs) I want to know. Got some fake grass. I have AstroTurf in my house. (laughs) Wow. Well, on the outside of my house. Hey, it's hard. Sam Puck. It's hard. (laughs) Sam Puck. It's it's hard to keep, like, actual real grass, especially in a climate and, like, you know, like Legos. Well... Where like I don't know people who live in Lagos who are listening, you uh, know this for sure, like, for sure. You know, okay. then you get like patches of grass in different sure. places, and then like sure. it doesn't look as nice cool. or as green, you know. So okay. sometimes, okay, you just put a little bit of astroturf on that. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just rolls easy like a carpet. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's easier to clean too. If your dog takes a dump on it, just like wipe it. Yeah, you know, it's done. Um, <laughs> I can't relate. Yeah, neither yeah, can I. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, no, so that was pretty cool. And then, um, that this is the first time we see, I think that song was probably that kid. We need to give that kid props for the acting though. The that kid was so we good. Kid. Give, we need to give everyone props for the acting. That's people, true. People like the montage really and the direct and directing and everything. But everything was honestly, just so good. The acting. The acting sold it. Yeah. 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 Sold it so, so, well. so good. You like, can't sleep on the acting. Yeah. yeah. Because this is when you see him playing doing the whole like Indian thing. Okay, yeah. Which was also very insensitive. It was, it was very, well, I think that's the whole point. Cause the, yeah. Because yeah. they're yeah. rich the and they don't, naive. they don't bother teaching him that like, you know, indigenous people were actually also like, let's be real this is korea yeah, um, yeah. this they're completely divorced just from by location like, from like native culture right, right to yeah, begin right. with mm-hmm. so because like of I've course it's going to be caricatured exactly. over yeah. in that side of the sea right yeah and what would be events offensive too to some cultures would not be as offensive to some others no. like they wouldn't see it like that because in egypt too for like our films for instance we right. have that when we want to bring on like an african character and we have a shortage of like African characters, yeah. just like for for political reasons that I will not get into. But like <laughs> we, we we have a lot of Africans, but they just don't get the spotlight. Uh-huh. They sometimes do something that I find very 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 racist. But apparently, is it blackface? Okay yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's like, yeah. is it blackface? It's okay. He can look like me, and then they just like. It's yeah, okay. Yeah. We have a prime minister that did blackface. Oh my god. Oh my. <laughs> okay, we're trying to make friends with people who would sponsor. Exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to get signed now. I will gladly dunk on every political party. Thank you very much. Oh my god, we we hated every political party equally. Oh Can I just use this platform to hate on uh, my Egyptian president? Too? Oh my god, this, yeah. is, this is not a political podcast. Oh, we can make it one, Sam. That's very political. This is definitely not a political. Dude, podcast. We watched a movie about wealth inequality and late stage capitalism. We have capitalism. no political yeah. affiliation. Not a political podcast. <laughs> the one percent they have too much of the wealth, and we need to uh, give. The Kim family, uh, at least thirty percent of oh the Kim family. Oh my god! <laughs> we just said what we said, okay? Yeah. So okay, back to the, the movie. The, this was a decent plug-in for you know, the new Superman, Red Sun. Go see that. That's about communism and capitalism mm-hmm. fighting each other. That's a great movie. Anyways, back to this. Um, <laughs> I just had to plug that in. That was the perfect time. Um, You're so hyped over that. It's such a great movie, too. Um, for real. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes right now, nice. actually. Whoa. Yeah. Um, anyways, back to this. <laughs> um, the song, I got, he, I don't know, his, his this kid made me laugh so many times it was ridiculous I laughed yeah. every good. time this kid was on I'm not sure he knew he was being filmed honestly yeah. he was just honestly, running around yeah. he was just yeah. having fun um, I like how he was so spoiled to the fact that like he just like goes outside when it's raining and like stays in the tent sets up yeah. a tent yeah. he just sets up a tent and just stays there and then the entire family's like oh come on go inside let's go to bed 
and he's like he wants to stay out there and like his mom and dad actually sleep in the living room so they can if that was my parents, like yeah, you're getting your, you're getting your butt inside, like you're being dragged inside whether you like it. Yeah, or not. yeah. If this was my parents, they're like, yeah, it's uh, after midnight, the doors are locked. You want to come inside uh, the yeah. house? Sure, and you can sleep outside. Oh yeah. my gosh, I never realized this. That's also another thing between the rich and the poor family. For the rich family, the kid can go play outside in the rain for fun, and it's okay. Yeah, yeah. the parents the would sleep. Family would sleep suffers. on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> It's I didn't realize that as well. <laughs> <laughs> There's also There's so many too. parallels deliberately drawn yeah. between yeah. the two of them. And you, you know, you also have his mom looking at some of like, you know, he, honestly, his painting, it was good for his age, I would say maybe. Yeah. But it still looked like what you would see if you went to like a preschool, right? For sure. Well, yeah. And I, like, I have like hundreds of these. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah. you know, the mom's looking at it and being like, you know, he has very interesting, like artistic taste. And well, yeah. she is a rich mom. So yeah. she has <laughs> to a say rich a mom. Yeah. Like, best. you know how they get them to play sports and like, yeah, my, my, my son is going to be the next so Messi. Talented. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, he's so talented. So <laughs> he's the greatest of all time. <laughs> oh, my Listen, goodness. If he was talented, he'd be running circles around everybody else. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. Sure. I mean, he did know Morse code, though. So that was kind of cool. That was actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah so that okay, was cool. So he Morse code. Um, I really yeah, don't sorry. know if we're gonna follow the plot of this movie because, like, what thirty minutes into this? No, we're not. We're just, we're just, we're, we're just, just jumping. Yeah. Yeah. I love the fact that, but like, I we're going half and half. So half we're, half. we're talking about like the, the fun part first, and yeah. then we'll dive into the dark. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just jumping. <laughs> we're getting straight. there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just jumping straight into the dark part. Well, hold on. We will get to that. Come I just, on. No, I the Morse the Morse code thing is fun. Is, the Morse code is, thing is good, great. Though. Okay, so the Morse code thing, like how you learn Morse code. Yeah. And I remember the scene with the guy in the basement hitting the light to do Morse code upstairs, right? Right. Yeah. And the kids writing help, right? Yeah. So if this was I don't show in Hollywood, but if this was a Hollywood movie. The kid would be like, "Oh no, we need we go save whoever's in the basement, right? Go wake up the yeah. parents, and go open the door the to find the mom." Yeah, the, well, Hollywood the kids are apparently smart, that stuff, right? really smart, yeah. right? So. I love the fact this movie just said like, "Nope, he's yeah. a kid. He, he doesn't know. know anything. He doesn't know anything." Yeah. Um, funniest part in this movie, hands down, one hundred percent, was the mom talking about uh, the song, saying he saw a ghost come out of the basement. That was so no, good. Actually, the eyes, if I was a kid, I would be traveling. Yeah, yeah. I would be traveling. Yeah. Because he's minding his own business, eating his birthday cake that he got out the fridge. You know, he's a little kid. Yo. That's around. And then this, like, hermit living <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> comes from the basement, makes eye contact. His eyes are, like, popping out of the sockets. Yeah. Like, and the kid gets a seizure. <laughs> I don't place the kid. <laughs> Uh, this that would terrify me. This guy in general, he's, he's scared. He <laughs> scared was, me throughout the whole thing. Oh, man. Because he had been down there for so long. He, like, years. lost his yeah. mind. Yeah. He was done. Mr. Yeah, you Park, put a respect. dude in solitary <laughs> confinement for that long. He's yeah. not right at the end of it. <laughs> I saw that. I fucking died. It was oh. so funny. Like, uh, this kid that makes was, eye contact. That was like, the oh. funniest part. <laughs> Because fast forward to the end, when the kid sees him again, okay, guess what? Okay, hold, let's, let's <laughs> okay, back up yeah. here. Okay, so I think that now that we've... At my fucking headset again, Jesus yeah, Christ. Okay, uh, we're good. <clears throat> so, halfway through the movie, for those who haven't seen it, yeah, this movie suffers that. a very big tonal change. Yeah, and this is very so intentional. Okay, so half the first yeah, half of the movie is them basically trying to conspire to get all four of the poor family members serving the rich family as like uh, the dad's going to be the driver mm-hmm. the son is going to be the English tutor, tutor yeah. the daughter's going to be the art tutor and the mom is going to be the housekeeper yeah. right <coughs> So the first half of the movie is them trying to get into the rich family's home right. without uh, giving away that they're all related, yeah, how right? How they infiltrated yes. and yeah. like 
Uh, and it's kind of it feels like a heist. It's yeah. it's really sort of well done mm-hmm. heist movie. It's really they play well. on the initial housemaids. Um, uh, they do everything well. They get the, the the driver fired. The original driver fired. Yeah. They get the maid fired. Well, yeah, and it's interesting. The original driver, they plant, like, panties in the car. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. the other one, they play on her, like, allergies. Uh, I just yeah. lie that she has TB. And li- yeah, they lied that she had tuberculosis, yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is an interesting. And then he poured hot sauce yeah. on the tissue paper. <laughs> yeah, to show <laughs> so it looked like yeah. <laughs> That actually showed me a lot about the movie because they put a lot of thought and effort into those small stories yeah, that make up that. Things. Yeah, yeah, those small mm-hmm. things. Yeah, those small things that get them out of the house. And, like... And honestly, it felt like... Like I was surprised at how fast it was going because I thought the whole movie was going to be them trying to infiltrate this and, family, right? right. Yeah. And then halfway through the movie, they've succeeded. Yeah, right. and yeah. I'm going, well, like what okay. now? Like what, what now? now? Okay, this yeah. evidently has to go south, but yeah. I don't see why the rich family would be particularly upset Set. that they, they have people out. who want to serve them really well, right? Right, right. Like even that, that just it didn't feel like the stakes were high. Right. And then halfway through the movie, the old housemaid comes back, and she <laughs> tells them. That she needs to go to the basement, and they go to the basement. She has to pick up a few things, and they find a bunker, and her husband is living in the bunker. Let's 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 start with the way this scene is set up because they go downstairs, and she's like one like her back's against the wall, and her other foot is against like the shelf, and she's actively pushing the shelf away to like show the door behind yeah, the yeah. shelf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's like just this tiny little Asian woman who's like trying her best to push this shelf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually that looked funny. Yeah, and at that point I'm like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, I was also confused. I was like, what the fuck, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden there's a door, you know, and then she opens it and it's like just like th- that's when the movie changes because it's yeah. like it goes deeper and it's like, oh my God. Here's the thing, like yeah. from the Korean shows I've watched, right? Whenever there's a twist like this, I always worry because sometimes it's a good twist and then sometimes it's really bad. Right. So this twist happened and I was like, oh God, please don't be bad. Please don't be a bad twist. Because at this point, I'm enjoying the movie so much. Mm-hmm. This twist happens. I run down the bunker, right? I'm like, what the fuck's going to be down there? Is this now a horror movie or something, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And this is where I thought, oh, wait, Parasite. Okay. This is where like we find out that there's a goddamn alien or something. Right, something right, fucked right. up down yeah, there. Yeah. Right? I, I yeah. thought that's what I thought when I first saw Parasite. I was like, something's going to happen at the basement. Some yeah. kind of <laughs> infestation. Something alien, alien or something. Yeah. Like something that, like that. Yeah. yeah. And then mm-hmm. instead, you find the old maid's husband her husband yeah. which is honestly the perfect twist right? Yeah. Was a perfect who twist. had gone into hiding because he owed people money. a huge sum of money yeah. because yeah. he opened a Taiwanese cake shop yeah yeah exactly the writing that the dad that used to work okay. yeah. yeah exactly and I think this this twist as well also shows the stakes between like the rich and the poor mm-hmm. literally this maid works for a rich family right pretty much stays in this house but can't afford to pay off her husband's debt. Right. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And literally, and you have two families in, in the same house. Two, the two families that are basically at the bottom are now fighting each other for like who's gonna get that's to serve the, the family. Really at the top. Yeah. That's crazy. So crazy. Yeah. So um, the evidently, okay, these aren't my thoughts. This is actually something I sort of read up on later, right? Right. Mm. Um, uh, because when I was watching this movie, I thought it's like, okay, this is the part where they like start collaborating or teaming up yeah, yeah that's right. what I thought too to take down the rich family right mm-hmm. yeah um, but actually they immediately start turning on each other trying to basically oust the others right because yeah. um, it's you know an eat yeah. or be eaten world right? and that is yeah. apparently and I can see it's symbolism for class warfare and yeah. that's what he was going for right it happens it everywhere ooh. yeah and that was just a symbol for it yes yeah. the rich I mean honestly it really does at the top and they make really, really the poor does. try to eat, each, eat each, each other up yeah and you know something else so crazy about this movie 
There's no middle class family. No middle no class. Middle class. Nope. There's exactly. no middle class in this middle movie. Middle class does not exist at mm-hmm. all. Which is like that's increasingly common now, especially for our generation. Mm-hmm. The yeah. middle class is disappearing. It's, it's shrinking. Disappearing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just disappearing. Mm-hmm. And now you actually have to just be like the exception to just like break that barrier. Yeah. And try to push through. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is just actually, crazy. you know, I would say that it's okay. No, you know what? Let, let's get a little into the weeds here. Um, we got those the rich people like the parks, right? Right. Yeah. And if you want to define, just for the sake of the listeners, the middle class is sort of like the people who have a house and they kind of get by, but they're not sort of wealthy, right? Yeah. right and yeah. that's what we're referring to here. We're yeah. not referring to the people who actually make $150,000 a year, Well, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah there, there's exactly. Those people still exist, and they will yeah. exist for a while. But um, the thing is, these are these people are also probably still in debt in some way, like yes. credit card debt. For or, sure, you for know, sure. Or Mortgages. They're, or they're, you know, living paycheck to paycheck. They're barely able to afford everything they currently have. Exactly. And there's, like, a recent U.S. survey that showed that, like, I think 60, 65 to 70% of, like, U.S. citizens, this is just the U.S. alone, don't have enough money for an emergency that would yeah, require at insane. least six hundred dollars. That's crazy. Yeah, That's like, like more than half of the population. You'd be like one thing, one thing. One time you go to the hospital, you could be paying off debt for the rest of your life. Exactly, mm-hmm. for like a broken leg or That's something. Cr- <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. And just Im- imagine if you had an emergency where you had to pay six hundred dollars and you just couldn't. You yeah. just like couldn't. The, the only solution is to do credit card debt. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's loan shocks or something. That's ridiculous. ridiculous. Um, Probably the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think the best example is like. It's going to be dark, but, like, with the coronavirus thing that's going on right now, right? Right. Mm. If that actually hits, right? I'm not saying, like, people are dying or all that stuff, right? But you get two weeks of quarantine. Right. That's two weeks of not going to work. Yeah. And two weeks of you're not, not going to get paid. Yeah, yeah exactly. two weeks of not getting paid. Exactly. And you need all the money exactly. you can get for treatment, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. And especially when you even come into, like, you know, adding gender into it. And then you have women who are, like, on, like, maternal leave and yeah. stuff like that. And sometimes they don't even get paid. And then you're having like a household where like it, that depends on both the mom and the dad to be providing to money. money. Yeah. yeah. And now it's like all, oh man, life is uh, crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Like this morning's thing can just set you off. Yeah. Like, you don't know, even realize that. And then like everything, <laughs> you're just you're just trying to make it at that point. Um, yeah. But yeah, so you know, eventually we get to that part where they find the second family and then they start fighting each other in general so <laughs> they, tie up, point, they tie I would up argue, the other dude I was gonna argue that the Kim family uh, is sort of the quote unquote middle class right but just with a couple extra steps I right. mean like, they they've, they're off. the middle class if they've been squeezed like is currently being squeezed for another like 25-30 years yeah. right mm-hmm. to the point where they can hardly get by but they're not living in the basement of a like because uh, what is the wife's or the maid's husband's name i can't remember i don't remember uh, the crazy guy um, um, oh, he yeah, is sort of remember. the representation of like the poor he right? is the, that family is the poor and that mm. still kind of fucks with me that this maid works for a rich family right mm-hmm. she should be well off right and they can't but even pay not. off the debt yeah they, they probably not. don't have a house but keep in mind this is debt off of like a business too which is so it's that's probably a, lot. a big debt it's a, probably yeah. a big debt too. exactly yeah. so that's why he just used just like nope i'm going into hiding but so. yeah you guys are actually right because you could feel too kim sort of sympathized with the guy with the guy yeah, yeah exactly. when he told him about the cake shop and all like how yeah. he got in debt and everything exactly yeah. and there's that was and th- that was yeah there's a sympathy between them but the moment money comes up again this uh Fighting. fighting immediately yeah because <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. and the all of this happens fast too because then you know they're all like oh i'm gonna tell i'm gonna be the first to tell like the the 
the family about like you know you guys faking you know you, like you guys are really a family and you infiltrated and then the other lady's kind of like no i'll be the one to tell them you're living like in their basement and then they're all running up the stairs and then it just all it takes is just one one playful kick yeah and then she just falls down the stairs no, that was afterwards that was, that was later, oh yeah that yeah. was later right yeah. no they uh like Basically, what happens one is they find too. they're yeah. they're gonna call the police that they have the Kim family's gonna call the police that uh, the maid's husband is living in the basement, mm-hmm. and then the, her family falls down the stairs, they trip, and then the housemaid oh, right. goes, so they see "Oh, them. wait yeah, a minute, yeah, yeah. you're yeah, all yeah. related," oh, and yo, then she catches them? them on video, like with his hurt ankle, right? And the son is referring to his father as dad, dad, and yeah. then she yes. pieces it together. These guys are all related; they're a bunch of charlatans, yeah, and they. Uh, or she catches them video and that's like her threat that she's gonna out them and then the maid and her husband are kind of tormenting the Kim family for a while forcing them to like sit in a corner with their hands up oh, yes. while yeah, they like right, hold right, their right. finger over the send button right. like it's a gun or something actually the fact that you just said that actually just okay Hollywood if you're listening to this this is how no, not. <laughs> this is how you switch from a light tone to a dark tone. It didn't happen in just like one like split second. They eased into it. Like it was already getting dark, but they still played around with it a little bit until it got fully yeah. dark. Like yeah. well, you know, I think it kind of felt like when you know when you're yeah. playing when you're a kid and you're playing with someone like you know it's all fun and games until yes. until something goes yeah, wrong. And yeah, and like you, you you mentally know this is gonna go wrong eventually, but you keep going and then it goes wrong. You're like, oh, we I should, think we the, should've stopped. The know? best scene about that is the scene just afterwards, right? When the the old maid and the husband have been tied up in the basement right yeah and the old maid somehow gets free and is running up the steps yeah and then the and then mom she gets kicked the, the mom, mom kicks, kicks her back just down just a slight yeah. kick while she was just just, like a, just a simple yeah. kick yeah. it was so funny that was until she hits her head yeah and it's like oh shit yeah like, that was actually really like slapstick humor right <laughs> so yeah. funny. she just kind of steps back and nudges Goom. her quickly and, and it's like go 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 like boom back of the head basal skull fracture she's she's dead yeah, the transitions. Yeah. Were, were and then when this that. happens, she, she's not dead yet. She's but like she's unconscious. Going to die yeah, at this point. But then this is it's, it's after this that the mom starts telling them about the song and like him seeing ghosts from the basement. Yeah. yeah. So you have that quick second of laughing, being like, "Oh, that's pretty funny." Mm-hmm. And then you remember why. Yeah, and then you come, and then like now you're seeing. Oh, so he saw that dude, right? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. that dude probably comes up, comes up to steal food from the fridge or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually you you go back down, and then you see like the wife talking to hit the like the husband he's all tied up and then she's kind of like oh i think i have a concussion like i can't even see yeah you. i can mm-hmm. see you know and like the the acting in that like you could actually feel for her being like oh we like need to get her to a hospital she's yeah. Dying. yeah yeah she's dying. she goes don't forget she was also suffering from an allergic reaction to the peaches oh yeah. right because yeah. they yeah. used the a lot before. of peach yeah exactly so like she is suffering in general and like at that point and like the Kim family just like literally leaves them there. The Kim family leaves yeah. them there. Just leaves them there for like the entire night. Because there. it's in, I don't want to say it's in the best interest, it's in the best financial interest to do that. Right. Yeah. Leave the other family to die. It is. Which or is fucked up. toast, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think they, they, they didn't think they were leaving them to die. They just thought they were just like keeping them Yeah, like, they weren't even aware that she had a, a concussion. Yeah, I they didn't know. Yeah. yeah they just thought I, they were I just I think like my thing is like the Peach's reaction. Yeah. That's the first time where I was like, you guys are kind of fucked up like you know yeah, I'm just gonna give her medication right yeah yeah. which is yeah 
So she had a concussion and she also had her uh, allergic the reaction. reaction and stuff. And too. she eventually dies. Yeah. And then the husband is like banging his head on the lights for Morse code. For Morse code. To yeah. yeah. Kid. There's blood dripping down his face because of how much he's banging on the thing. That scene yeah. was amazing, it's, by the way. Yeah. <sighs> Man. It's also a great metaphor because it's the poor, pretty much saying, like, hey, like screaming the for rich, help. Help yeah. us, help us, help us, right? Mm-hmm. And the rich, like some of the rich here, and no help comes. No help no comes. No help comes. Yeah. yeah. Just no help, and then you see that at the end too, where, you know, um, uh, the Kim father is holding his daughter, and then like you know the the other rich dad is kind of like, well, my son's having a seizure, we need to get him. Yeah, we need to like, get him. That scene, that's that was just human. That's like human because yeah. it's your kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand the rich dad's reaction, being like, my son's in trouble. Oh no, yeah, no, definitely. Everyone will put their son first, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Like it's fucked up. I, I'm not gonna condemn him for choosing his mm-hmm. son over someone else's kid, right? Can we talk about how like that kid is probably scarred like for life? Oh, that kid's fucked up oh, yeah. with everything. He's <laughs> fucked up for life. But yeah, like he is. He's done. He's traumatized. Because yeah. I think him and like Jessica fucking hate this family name people's names, right? Oh, but yeah. him and Jessica like actually probably really close mm-hmm. yeah because like we we talk a lot of shit about like the poor family infiltrating right right but it's not like they were malicious no they weren't the being malicious no. at yeah. all mm-hmm. uh, especially at first right yeah. Like, yeah. it was literally they just wanted a job they were just, just wanted money. Yeah. Yeah. they, they yeah. just needed to survive yeah mm-hmm. and they were willing to play by the rules to get that money right mm-hmm. they were exactly. just kind of fudging their resume <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i think much. the best way i can put it is like Oh, and then also, like, they're also relying on family members to get them a job, which yeah. can be a reflection of real life as well. Nepotism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it happens. I think the best way is, like, in the first half of the movie when when it was still lighthearted, right? right. I remember mm-hmm. telling Sam this. I'm like, I feel so conflicted because what the poor family do is doing is kind of wrong. Right. But not mm-hmm. wrong at the same time. Mm-hmm. You feel they're acting out of need. It's, yeah. it's yeah. what's necessary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then the rich family is not evil. And then they're just ignorant. Each step is yeah. just further f- going, or going further with that, right? They're mm-hmm. just doing what's necessary. They kept those people tied up because it was necessary. Because it was necessary, exactly. Because it was necessary, right? And then eventually, after everything goes wrong, they're like asking the dad, "What's the plan now?" And he's like, "Honestly, the plan is no plan. Yeah, yeah. he had like, no plan. That word, like I, I, I'm done. I okay, I feel so bad for the dad because like." There's something in the scene. He he has like three big floor moments in this, throughout this movie, right? Right. Remember at the beginning of the movie when they were t- doing the pizza boxes, right? Yeah. And then the pizza deliver goes like one of four box, one out of four boxes are not done, right? We're not, yeah, they weren't folded, right? Yeah, so we need to guess who did you. the bad boxes, right? That was the dad. Wasn't oh, the dad? Right. Yeah, because he was one he was four. the one rushing the. Oh yeah, because there was yeah. they were spring. Uh, pesticides yeah exactly yeah. so he was the one being like we can like just go faster just keep going just yeah. keep going faster so he's yeah, the yeah. one of four who did wrong mm-hmm. in the scene with like the rain outside and like the park family on the sofa he's under the table right yeah Him, he's under the table with his daughter with the, with and his son kids, yeah and like the rich dad is like oh like mr is a Mr. Kim, right? Yeah, he's well, a good yeah, driver. He like every time he's just about to cross the line, he never crosses, he never the, crosses line. the line. Yeah, yeah. But his smell crosses the line. Yeah, what the We're fuck is that smell? Like, he smells like he smells so bad. Yeah, he smells like the subway. He or smells like the like subway. Like <laughs> yeah. Which is just 
Okay, Winnipeg like, doesn't have a subway, so I don't know what the fuck yeah. smells I mean, like for people listening like. who are in Winnipeg, that's literally someone saying they don't want to hang out with you because you smell like the bus. Yeah, like, you, you smell know? like the bus, exactly. Like, <laughs> okay, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to tell the story because I was on the bus behind someone who probably didn't fucking shout, right? My <laughs> fucking God, this man smelt. He was so oh bad. My God. And that's how Uchi gets stabbed. I was like, yo, I don't care. This man, this man smelt so bad. Oh, like I got a phone call I'm like yeah oh, of course I can get off the bus right now right now <laughs> oh, <laughs> in fact I need to oh yeah. my god but yeah okay going back to this right yeah clearly I wasn't going to tell the guy he smelled bad and I wasn't mm. going to do the reaction of holding my nose right yeah but like so he's under the couch they're like oh he smells bad right mm-hmm. it sucks right you know and let's like let's talk about I know this was probably right, like, yeah. okay go, yeah. go ahead then go Mr. Work. Kim goes home right his home's completely flooded out he loses everything yes you know can't take a shower can't clean his clothes mm-hmm. he has to go back to work the next day because they need him the wife of the rich family oh this man smells bad opens the window yeah insert injury goes right. oh I've, I skipped to another moment when they're in the house the poor family they're drinking the rich people's liquor right yeah uh, the the wife, the poor mom, right? And so the husband said, like, like oh. Like a cockroach, right? Yeah, it's something yeah. like a cockroach. He right. never dies, right? Mm-hmm. He was actually genuinely pissed in that he scene. He was genuinely yeah. pissed. He was genuinely pissed. He was about to beat her. Yeah. <laughs> but then he stopped and he's like, no. And he tried to play it off as left, right? Yes. Right. So then at the end of the movie, when, like, his daughter's just been stabbed... This rich man's like, oh, this guy smells. He's like, ah, fuck it. I'm a stab. Yeah, you yeah. Honestly, though, that kind of stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. Like, that that was honestly the one part of the movie that took me out of it. Mm-hmm. Because you've just witnessed a girl get stabbed, your son is having a seizure, and you're going to go, oh, he smells bad. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I yeah. think there's yeah. enough adrenaline going through you that that isn't going to... Like occur to you in that yeah, moment, yeah, or you're going to disregard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was the oh. one part of the movie where I went like, really? Because the smell was coming from the actual like the other dude. Yeah, I know, yeah, I, yeah. I get that. Okay, but yeah. it just stood out to me that that was it was just enough to kind of take me out of it, right? I right. feel like there could have been a different trigger for mm-hmm. the, for the king father to yeah, actually yeah. kill Mr. Park, right? right. Yeah. Like maybe if he said something, I don't know, out of the, like maybe leave your leave the daughter behind. Yeah, he could have said that yeah. without yeah. knowing that that exactly. would have been much more poignant. Yeah. And I just, but then or the like problem if he just said like leave the tutor behind or she's just a tutor or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Just like a tutor yeah. would have been spot so on. Yeah. yeah. But the problem yeah. is that doesn't work with Mr. Park's character. At no point has Mr. Park been shown as malicious. No, he hasn't. Right? That's the yeah. problem, though. So there's kind of a failure in terms of how they structured that sequence. Yeah, because right. like the best example could be like the scene when they get the when the driver was fired, right? Mm-hmm. Mr. Park comes in, like, "Oh, look what I found in the car." Shows the panties, right? Yeah, right. It's like, do you think? They know about, and then he whispers something, right? Later on, I learned they were talking about drugs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Do you think they were talking about drugs, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. right? Okay. And he's like, oh my gosh, what should we do? It's like, the, we, there's no need to report him to the police. We just fire him. Yeah, we'll just It kind of shows, like, he's not a malicious person. No. No, no, no. He so, just doesn't want somebody doing drugs driving him around, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so it's kind of like, there's, if him being at the end being like, oh, just leave the daughter, right? Yeah. It kind of seems That's unnecessary a malicious. malicious. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And this driver wasn't even doing drugs to begin with. He was just no. He was just, a, he was just driving. He was <laughs> just driving. Yeah. <laughs> he was just driving and a little bit horny. He wasn't even horny. In fact, he was, he was even friendly. Like he came off friendly even when he was talking to the girl and everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, oh, I can drop you off at home. I can, I can drop you off at yeah, home, yeah. which is just like a normal thing to do. Like, yeah. yo, let me yeah. drop you off at home. Yeah. It's like, no, drop me off here. You sure? Like, it's not that far for me. Right. I mean, my boy. 
boyfriend, I'd be. Yeah. I'm a yeah. W with your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys have noticed or not, but uh, you feel with Kim's character too. Like he never was malicious. He never was angry. But you always felt see, like there was something always bubbling inside. Yeah. Like he yeah. was about to break all the time. You feel like he's about to get mad, but then something did, stopped. Then like he doesn't get about mad. to cross the line, but never does. Like yeah, just like exactly. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like one of my favorite things about the crossing the line, right, mm-hmm. is the way this movie shot. There's actual lines separating the rich and the poor. Right. Mm-hmm. And like characters that cross the line get punished mm-hmm. so yeah. like an example is like in the first scene where we see the rich mom lying down on outside on like on the table right right mm-hmm. if you notice the frame of the window it meets at, at an intersection like 90 degree angle creating a line mm-hmm. so the maid crosses the line to wake up the the mom yeah wow she gets killed yeah um in the scene with kevin talking with the daughter like looking down at the party right He's like, hey, do you think I'll ever fit in? And there's an actual physical line. The window is the line between him and the rich families. Yeah. Now you're going to make yeah. me go back and watch it again. <laughs> you really need to watch it again. Yeah. Like yeah. the lines that's so like amazing. Like we said, mm-hmm. this movie is packed with, with symbolism, them. right? Yeah. And then let's talk about even the very tail end where he's like, you know, after his dad stabs um, mm-hmm. Mr. Park, Park. Mm-hmm. he goes into hiding in, again, said bunker, right? And but then the the police are like, oh, we can't find him. Um, <laughs> um, and then, you know, the son recovers from getting hit in the head with the the rock. That's also yeah, another thing, the, the spirit rock. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, eventually, like the son comes back to the house. You know, just just you know, he, he keeps scouting the house just to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he notices the the, Morse, the Morse code again because the, the lights code. keep yeah, flickering. Yeah, yeah. And then he like di- he like you know he translates it and it's a letter from his dad so mm-hmm. he knows his dad's really in, in the, the basement, basement. Yeah. Yeah. and then he's you know trying to send his dad a message back saying you know he's gonna work hard go to college make enough money and then buy the house and all you have to do is just go upstairs That's yeah exactly yeah. and all he has to do is just walk up the stairs and yeah. you know he'll yeah, be, fine. be fine and then you, there's like a whole like cinematic you know, whatever, that you're like, oh, did he actually do that? Because it shows him... I thought he actually did it. Yeah, it shows him making money and doing that. And then it just fades away back to him living in that same basement. Just envisioning. So it just, it didn't happen. And you know damn well that he's never going to He's never going to Because the truth of the matter is, he's on probation. He has a criminal record. Yeah. He's never going to uni. Yeah, pretty much. His family is going to be infamous for what they did. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? Most tools for him to be in the house are kind of cut off cut already off, exactly. by his wrongdoings yeah. and his dad's. They wouldn't like, even yeah. sell it to him. Like, yeah. it'd be like something <laughs> happened here. Like, we're not going to give you this house. Yeah, if, no, but they they said they sold it to some people after. They the, sold it to some Germans. Yeah. Some yeah. Germans. yeah. yeah. The thing is, like, they could, they'll never sell it. They probably never sell it to him because he'll never have the money to, to, to even buy it, it in yeah. the first place. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's how it just ends. So, it just kind of gives you that whole, like, this is a cycle that just stays the same. Yep. Yeah. And you definitely just can't cross that line, right? Again, coming you, back can't to uh, lines. you can't go upstairs with the tools that you have. Yeah. With those kind of movies, you always remember home. Like, you always remember those people in need back back home. home. Yeah. It yeah. always hits like that. Yeah. yeah exactly. That's exactly how I felt, too. It's just, it's crazy. Because this, this movie spoke a global language because... People that are less fortunate, people that are hungry, they're right. everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere, whatever. Like, it, they just feed on different crumbs they of food. Just, yeah. That's and I it. learned this from my dad, too, because I know uh, usually, like, during Christmas parties or whatever, mm-hmm. um, he'd, like, he'd go back to, like, his home, uh, like, hometown village and, like, bring a bunch of people back to our house. Yeah. And he'd have, like, a big, like, you know, kind of, like, food 
um, party or whatever. Yeah, like just a bunch of food. Yeah, a bunch of fees. Like people we don't even know who show up and they mm-hmm. just eat, right? Yeah. And then he'd always give like you know ev- like the group like and then like a huge like bag of rice or whatever. Wow, like, that is oh. so similar to yeah, Egyptian like, culture y'all, too. Y'all wow. should like take this home with yeah. you, right? And then you know you'd have like I remember there was one um, there was this other aunt or whatever. Um, I we say aunt, but she's not really an aunt. Um, from the UK, <laughs> who's kind of who's kind of like you know why why are you guys doing that? Like you know mm-hmm. you don't like you you're not responsible for them. Like why would I? Because she's coming from the UK. Where in the yeah. UK it's like every man for himself. Mm-hmm. No one in the UK is giving their neighbors like a big no bag one's of hanging rice, out you know? bags of rice and yeah, meat. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. No one's like helping each other. Exactly. Out like Same thing I guess in Canada. It'd be kind of weird if your neighbor brought you like no. <laughs> like a, like I don't know like a caribou meat or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Be, you'd be kind of like what, I'll what say you that's want. like yeah. We say that's West. I don't say Western Canada. Um and. Okay, and then some indigenous communities will still do that where you have yeah, like community exactly. feasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like it's not mainstream it's Canada. Not mainstream, it's not yeah. mainstream, yeah. Exactly. So in those kind of situations and then my dad tells her, like, look, listen, this ain't this ain't the UK. This is like Africa. This is Nigeria. Yeah. These people need help and we're gonna help them because we're here. Like mm-hmm. if we don't help them, no one will. No one will. You know? Someone has to. Yeah. And like if you know, if he has the means to do it, he's gonna do it. He's not gonna just not and I, I respect that about him too, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's one of those things where you know, I know like sometimes we all complain as well. I remember one time when like the, the power went out on Pemina mm-hmm. and like everyone in my apartment buildings like, oh, we can't do this. We're going to like some guy was talking about how he's going to sue the building or whatever. Sue the building. And yeah. I'm like in my head, I'm kind of like, you know, whenever I go to like Legos, like yeah. power goes out all the time. Yeah, in <laughs> Egypt, if it doesn't happen, like at least yeah, twice a day, it's then so something normal. Is wrong. Yeah. And like yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't yeah. ruin the day-to-day activities. People just adjust. If you're entering like, well, in like yeah. eight-hour blackouts, do you live? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like eight hours, no power. Well, I guess I'll go outside. Then. Exactly. So it just puts the it horror. into like it puts it into like perspective. Know, perspective. Yeah, to yeah. just be like sometimes, you know, we we like I know some people just like to close their eyes, especially with even when kids are involved too. Mm-hmm. Some people don't even tell their kids about like how like you know people are suffering in other places or whatever which i completely am against exactly and yeah. then you have like some you have people growing up being like just never even knowing that these things occur outside of their yeah. bubble right and then when they do figure it out they're like oh my god no one told me about this yeah and then it's like a big revelation right to mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. so it's uh, it's, it's uh, ignorance it's, it's literally crazy. the uh, park family yeah and you see it it's in the park ignorance. family yeah. too they're all ignorant of the fact that people suffer outside of their bubble right yeah. they just so, don't see it yeah yeah and it's like it's not like I, I was telling Uchi that it's it's like morally not their fault that mm. they're ignorant but it kind of still is their fault that they're yeah, ignorant because they don't, they don't make the attempt to actually to, try to yeah. learn, learn what's going more, on yeah. around them I right? think this movie is tra- straight up saying that the ignorance of the rich still hurt the poor yeah, that's just mm, the truth exactly. of this. The ignorance of the rich still hurt, still the, hurt poor. the poor. Yeah, exactly. So it's just kind of one of it, man. It's this movie is just it's good. And on yeah, that dark yeah. note, we should probably start <laughs> wrapping up. Soon. We should start yeah. wrapping up. So yeah. over here at Northern Critic, we rate and review our movies using a coordinate scale: um, north for good writing, south for bad writing. In a similar fashion, we use an east for good cinematography and mm-hmm. you know directing, casting, acting, whatever, all the other stuff. And then West, if that was bad, you know. Um, so if a movie is like really, really good, we give it like a Northeast for good writing and good cinematography. And if it's really bad, we give it a Southwest, you know, bad writing, bad, you know, mm-hmm. cinematography. So, um, Aziad, we could go with you first today. Northeast for sure. Northeast, uh, North, yeah. What about you guys? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm, I'm, I mean, I'd say Northeast as well. I think everybody in this room is going Northeast. Yeah. Going yeah. Northeast. <laughs> Beautiful. Amazing. Yeah. It's well shot. The script is really tight. The exactly. plus entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now because of which I'm going to go watch it again. Go watch it again. <laughs> and after you watch it again, go watch like YouTube videos breaking down There's the cinematography. The, yeah. the, the language differences. Cause it's so much you can appreciate. Right. When you right, know yeah. more. Exactly. Like, when I found out about the formal language and formal language, I was like, shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about that. So right. Besides to it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, it, it was, it was just, it was amazing. And I remember talking to Uchiba too when we saw it. I like my first question when the movie started was what kind of camera are they using? Like that was, <laughs> yeah. that that was, was my weird. first question. Oh, um, apparently like, Bujang, shit, whatever. The Bong yeah. Yes. He said like in the basement scene, it's never, sh- like the basement apartment, yeah. is mm-hmm. never shot from below. Yeah, it's, it's always, always like, shot from above. Yeah. yeah, from above to make it look more cramped. Look like a yeah. dungeon. It make so it look much yeah, better. Yeah. Exactly, which was great. Yeah, th- th- no, that's crazy. And like that's good. Di- that's where the good directing, that's why he got the award too because yeah. those little details, he just nailed it. There's a lot. Even if you remember, there's a scene where the guy got stabbed with yeah. the skewer and then you can see like the dog is eating from the skewer while the guy is dead. Why the, the yes, exactly. Yeah, the dog's like eating from the skewer. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just... No, yeah, there's no. food on the skewer. By the way, it's, he's not actually. Eating no, he's the not guy. eating the guy. guy. No. <laughs> just to put that yeah, up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> but those, yeah, those poor no. rich family. Yeah, the witness. I mean, also some keep poor. in mind, you know, like the rain happens, they lose their house, and the mom calls the next day and is like, "Hey guys, let's throw a party a for party, my yeah. for my son." For my son. Like, <laughs> okay, Jessica, you have to come. You have to come. I'm like, like oh my god. Yeah, of like, course, you gotta be paid to come, which was like. Really? That <laughs> then Jessica was smoking a cigarette on the toilet to prevent it from bursting. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. A few hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So which was a great contrast to that sequence where she's sitting in the tub sure. with the wine, right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Oh, that's a great contrast. That's another point. I was like, Jessica never revealed to her fans that she smokes. No, she never did. She never did. Yeah. Never so did. that oh. scene of her on the toilet smoking in the house mm. shows how little fuck she gave at that point. Yeah. yeah. She's like, hey, everything's I mean, got to shit. I mean, literally shit bursting out of her toilet. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. she was sitting on it. <laughs> Just smoking. With the lid down, trying oh to keep it from exploding. Yo, when, when life gets hard, you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Um, yeah, that's it for this podcast. Great um, movie. This episode. Great, movie. great yeah. movie. Go see Parasite if you haven't seen it yet. You know, don't lag behind. Sure, it won sure. four awards for a reason. Um, you know, I know some people don't like reading subtitles, but just please try. Give it a chance. Yeah, read give subtitles. It, <laughs> give it a like, shot. If you can learn to read subtitles, you open yourself to so many Korean movies, Japanese movies. Mm-hmm. The fuck this even further than some Chinese movies are actually pretty yeah. good. There's yeah. so much French good cinematography. Movies. Yeah. Even like, fr- yeah, Outside French movies. Like, French yeah. movies, German. You just open yourself to the world, right? Exactly. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, shout out to Dan Levy because we know he follows us on Instagram too. Hey, um, follow us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Twitter's uh, coming through. Exactly. Please like, share, and subscribe, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Twitter name is Northern underscore Critic. Yeah, there we go. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at Northern Critic UMFM, and we also have a website northerncritic.com as well, mm-hmm. where you can. Yeah. Find us on Spotify. Uh, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. <laughs> and for, s- for my people out in Africa who don't have Spotify yeah. or Apple Podcasts, find us on Podcast Addict. Podcast Addict. Our, Podcast our podcasts Addict. are actually just up on like Google. If you yeah. like Google, Northern Critic Podcast. You can find us the there as episodes well. are literally right. You can play it on your browser, on your web browser, and it just plays. Oh, that's too. a cool feature. Yes. Yeah, that's And cool. guys, don't worry. They are free. 
They, yeah, they are free. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. have to pay anything. <laughs> yeah. it's, you play it for free. Because like, I hate when people are like, oh, listen to this thing. Do I have to pay for it? Fam. Why? <laughs> no, it's free. However, we will ask, if you are listening on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, you do have to. Well, you don't have, have to. You don't. You, you don't have to. Give us a five-star <laughs> review. But we would greatly appreciate it if you did rate and review us because that further helps us um, with exposure, right? Yeah. Um, I know like a lot of great people have already given us reviews. Um, we have a review that's coming in. I should actually look that up to it's see if it's in now. already. Uh, um, it, it, yeah, it's probably too out. late now. I'm just going to check. Because, like, she did say she dropped the review. Um, this is from um, Opening the Box podcast. Uh, so shout out to them as well. And thank you so much for giving us a listen. Yeah. Um, yeah, they gave us a review. Ziad, you could probably drop your own following as I'm oh, looking this up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, guys, go follow me on my Instagram, Ziad for real. Z-I-A-D for real. And, yeah, Twitter, Ziad is alive. But most importantly, check out the After Party EP. <laughs> yeah, check out the After Party album. It's a good album. Trust me, guys. Back and it's only hits. eight minutes long? Eight minutes long. Eight, I, yeah. I oh, got why is it only eight minutes long, bro? We need uh, more. <laughs> in the summer, in the summer, there's more to come. I realize now, like, I can't, I, I have a fan base and I can't let people down. People are waiting and they get frustrated and this is a whole new thing I have to get adjusted to right now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, no, that, honestly, man, you're, you're doing a great job. Thank you. And appreciate it. Thank you so much for being on the podcast with I us I enjoyed as well. it so much. Yeah. Yeah, because last time I saw you, I told you, like, we were at a party and I was very <laughs> yeah. drunk. So yeah. we're, we were all kind of out of it at that yeah, point. So Condiment to participate yeah. while we were uh, you're a little little under the weather. Also. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not fully there. Oh, so. my goodness. Hey, man, you made a commitment. Yeah. <laughs> you made a commitment to do this, bro. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, no, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, and, yeah, we're keeping it real here on Northern Critic. We'll make sure to review a bad movie next time so I can be yeah, my negative Yeah, please, can you guys have me next time you, when you have a bad movie? I just want to, like, show that I understand stuff. Do a bad like, movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. please. Like, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, no, for sure. We I, should do Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, <laughs> let's do Rise of Skywalker. I, I need to pull I remember telling them I wanted impression. to do Cats yeah. in no, our no, first ever episode. I'm not doing Cats. They were all like, no. Let's do Rise of Skywalker next week. Rise of Skywalker? Yeah. Come on, bro. Let me work with my schedule. My schedule's packed for next week, so I can't go to the cinema. Yeah. I mean, I was going to suggest Red Sun, but okay, we could do that too. Okay. Yeah. But, but please, for your fans' sake, because I'm a fan, Red Sun, do Red Sun too, please. Yes. Don't Red, that, okay, yeah. so Superman, Red Sun. That's our, I mean, that will be my recommendation for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Go see it if you haven't. It's two versus one. DC. <laughs> DC <laughs> yeah, go with Red Sun. Red Sun. <laughs> DC has done a fantastic job with this one. It's not perfect. Like, it's not a 10 out of 10 movie, but it's, I don't know. It's hard to explain. You watch it, you feel it You just have different. to watch it to kind of get it. Yeah, you, yeah. it mm-hmm. feels different. It doesn't feel like a superhero, like a generic superhero I would movie, hope so. so. I've never been a fan of the Superman character, yeah. and I take every opportunity to just talk all extraordinarily amounts of shit about <laughs> him. Yo, yeah. so my, that's, that's my guy right there. <laughs> I, I Superman was never my he's favorite superhero. Fuck, he's such a fucking boring character. That's out yeah. of <laughs> oh, what he does is out of proportion. It's not realistic. We're supposed to be wrapping up with all good shit. Yeah, no. Okay, I'll uh, listen. Two weeks, we'll watch Red Sun, and I'll dunk on Superman. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Oh, and if you guys still want to see more Korean stuff, there's a YouTube channel with free Korean classic movies or subtitles. The name of the channel is Korean Classic Films. Korean Classic Films. Yeah. Yeah. Drop that too. Yeah. Yeah. Give the Korean movie market a listen. 
And also, witch. also the Nigerian one too. If you're into witchcraft, as Uchi always says. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Well, thank you for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.